The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, Farlanders. My name is Kurt. Welcome back to Farlands or Bust. This is episode 795 of the series. <laughs> Look at those dazzling frames. I'm already like sending people away from being able to watch just by doing that. But welcome, my friends, to episode 795 of Far Lands or Bust for your Sunday, August 16th, 2020. And that's right, this is going to be the first proper episode where we're going to continue west towards the Farlands here in Minecraft Beta 173 since we crossed the threshold of the next, well, I guess now, of the previous floating point precision jitter doubling uh, at 4,194,304 blocks from spawn. This was back on the 11th. And we made this chasm to symbolize the chasm between the floating points. As we come over here, you can see it's it's still jittery, but much, much less. Only two texture pixels off. And then as you cross the threshold once again, look at the, look at look at that selection block. Look at how far off it is. Far off, man! Far out. So this is what we spent more time than I should have spent. A good hour and a half making this... Oh, this would be a good screenshot. Let me get the water in. Uh, boop. 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 Uh, in the last episode, look at the signs! Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Oh, buddy! So we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna get moving. This chicken is going to uh, be the the bridge troll. Oh my god, is he gonna make it? Hi! Ah! Oh. Okay, that's fine. Just yeah, just make sure people pay the toll, and the toll is their eyes <laughs> and their sanity. So yeah, we're gonna continue west here in Minecraft Beta One Seven Three. So cool. We can wait. How did I do that? We can like make things move without actually. Oh! Wait, I gotta... Uh. There we go. We can make the entities move without actually moving the terrain. Even look at Wolfie and the flames. <laughs> Is this ever going to get tiring? Absolutely. Let's... Oh, I think Wolfie needs a bone. Hey, you. Make sure to eat this. It's gonna be four blocks away from your face. There we go. <laughs> Let's continue west towards the far ah far lands. <laughs> like I said, for your Sunday, August sixteenth, we got a very generous amount of donations, uh, and we've surpassed four thousand dollars raised for the Progressive Animal Welfare Society over at farlandsabus.com. We're up to four thousand one hundred and seventy-three dollars. That is very much appreciated. 
Very much appreciated indeed, and we got some good questions along with those donations. Look, it's fine. It's barely noticeable. Let's see how a boat do. Oh, boat do great. Boat do great. Did anybody happen to pay attention to which direction we were off in the x-coordinate? We were like 12,000, but I can't remember if I still need to go north or if I went too far north. I mean, I don't remember at all. <laughs> I gotta be honest, I don't, I don't remember a single... I, that was not the number I was really paying attention to. You'll have to, you'll have to consult the episode. It was a positive X, so I went too far north? I'm live-streaming this episode, by the way, obviously. Um, I'm not just talking to the ether. And, uh... Yeah, getting getting some in information there. Uh, so yeah, farlandsbus.com is where you can continue to donate. We're over 33% of the way to the Farlands. Might as well grab some more wood here. Oh, it's just like playing Minecraft. It's no different. No different at all. Just keep your eyes on the horizon. Your eyes on the prize. Ooh, buddy. It's gonna be warm. It's gonna be very warm here in the Seattle area. Nearly a hundred degrees Fahrenheit. And, uh... So I'm staying inside. <laughs> Not doing anything tomorrow, I don't think. Woo. But, uh... Ah! Careful, Wolfie! But we're doing this the day before, anyway. Regardless, uh, what else have I been up to? Not much. Not much at all. It's blackberry picking season here in Seattle. So we've been going on walks, picking wild blackberries. Uh, the girlfriend we made we made uh, berry uh, muffins, and then the girlfriend has now made twice uh, berry uh, crumble. The first one was with blackberries, raspberries, and peaches. And then this one, she just made last night, and we just picked last night, was with blackberry and peaches with crumble on top. We need ice cream, though. Definitely need that iced cream to go with that. There's also, like, various blueberry patches around here. You just pick blueberries for free, I think. <laughs> Hopefully. No, yeah, you can. Why would, why would anybody buy blueberries or blackberries? At, in a time like this. So, yeah, that's been going on. That's something that's interesting that I don't feel like you can do a lot of places. I don't know, I've, I've never looked for... I mean, we have blackberries growing on, along one side, outside of our fence. Uh, in our yard, but they're kind of difficult to get to because they they technically are on like other people's property So we could technically go blackberry picking in our backyard, but really what we have to do is constantly cut back 
the the encroaching vines that if I let them grow would surely start to take apart and split apart our wooden fence. And even there's a tree in the back that I guess the previous owners let get overrun with blackberries. So there's a bunch of dead thorny blackberry branches all in the lower branches of the tree. And that's the problem. They are... they're, they're invases. Invases? They're invases. You pick them and then bring them inside your house and put them in vases. Invasive. <laughs> they they just take over everything. And they're very there there's a there's a price to pay for their sweet berry goodness. And it's blood. <laughs> they seek blood sacrifice. Because they have thorns, very sharp thorns. And if you get like it caught on your shirt or something, if you the more you struggle, the more it pulls you in. It's kind of frightening, honestly. It feels like it's grabbing and pulling you back. So that's that's the black that's that's the wild berry situation here. <laughs> where is it where you're at? Or how is it where you're at, rather, is the question I should be asking. Speaking of questions... Eric, with a very generous donation to PAWS, the Progressive Animal Welfare Society, has a question. What is your favorite real spaceship space vehicle? Any particular reason for that, those ones? This is a tough question to answer because I feel like it's probably the least popular. And that... We'll have to wait until the morning! Uh, no, I think a lot of people probably already know this answer. My, my favorite, just... emotionally speaking, just like... if you're just talking about the vehicle itself, would be the space shuttle. Just because it's madness. <laughs> just it's it's yes, I realize it didn't do much. I mean it built the International Space Station and put Hubble up there, but certainly other things could have for better and cheaper. Um But I think it's mostly because it's like my oh Oh, that's different. I'm, I, you place this nowhere near where the block is. <laughs> that's good stuff. Oh, yep, nope, nowhere near where the block is. There we go. Woo! That's gonna delay things, isn't it? Uh, let's go to sleep. And continue in the morning. And... Block offsetness. Yeah, like the block is further away out than the actual torches. Did I break that boat that I came here on? No, I didn't. So yes, obviously, sure. The Saturn V, the 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 uh, uh, the Lem, the, the lunar lander. Uh, they're asking spaceship, space vehicle. I'm assuming they mean crewed. 
because if you're talking about robotic vehicles, then you got to think about all the rovers and 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 the Cassinis and the the Voyagers and and all those sorts of things. Um, but yeah, I I understand the Apollo program's importance. Obviously, I understand the importance of what SpaceX is doing and our return to, to capsuled flight, if not even what the Soyuz has been such a long-standing space vehicle, uh, regardless, I suppose, of its questionable history. Um, so yeah, but the space shuttle. Just because it, it... When I go into a museum, or when I went to Kennedy Space Center and saw it on the pad, or saw Discovery in the VAB before it was sent to its museum, or you see Atlantis in its museum at, at Kennedy Space Center, it's, it's, I think, just a lot more awe-inspiring that that, like, a lot, if you've never seen an actual space shuttle in real life, um, you probably don't understand how ridiculously huge it is. Like, think of a, an airline jet, and then think bigger. <laughs> um, and then put rocket engines on the back of it, and also underneath it. Um, and people inside of it, and people rode that into orbit. Like, it's, it's, it, it, it I think it, it's just very, I think it's more of the, the, hashtag aesthetic of it it's almost a work of art whereas yes i also went and saw the apollo 11 capsule but it's harder it's harder to attach the effort to like such a small capsule on the other hand at can it, this this is not my workbench these are not my workbench <laughs> On the other hand, yes, yeah, seeing a Saturn V... Oh, careful, Wolfie! Good gravy! How did you get that one? Goodness. Oh, I ate that, didn't I? <laughs> hey, 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 hey. You won't look at me. I'm sorry! <laughs> okay, those got him. Um, yeah, seeing a full-size Saturn V... Or even the F1 rocket nozzle noozle is impressive as well. But yeah, that uh, that that's just I mean, and also like I was trying to say was it's it's kind of like my generation, like I was born in the early '80s, and that's kind of when it started operations. So it's the the the, the spacecraft I knew and grew up with. Um, but there are a lot of, I suppose, more professional or more hardcore spaceflight fa fans who, like, loathe the space shuttle because they, in their opinion, it held us back. It kept us in low Earth orbit for 30 years and, and restrained the space program. Um, so... Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know how much I believe that or not. Um, I mean, we haven't had a space shuttle for 
this many years, and there's no f f like I, I I'm right now I'm not seeing tangible evidence that we're leaving low Earth orbit anyway. <laughs> there's no like okay SpaceX hopped a little bit with their their giant steel tube, um, but yeah, there's little indication that we're we're leaving the orbit of the Earth anytime soon without that. So yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, honestly, if if we were logical, a logical species, the space shuttle would have happened before Apollo and landing on the moon and all that stuff. Uh, or simultaneously, if if we would have allotted the, the, the applicable and appropriate budgets to do so versus other things. Um, so yeah, that's 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 my answer. I know, like I said, it's not a popular one, but it's just you have to see one in person. It like kind of evokes an emotion, and I'm pretty I'm I'm pretty sad that I never got to see one launch in person from close up either, because the launch with those solid rocket boosters is something else as well. So yeah, that is my answer. Thank you, Eric, for your very generous donation once again. Any question? Arturo asks, have you heard of, air quotes, van life? That is, living life on the road out of a tricked-out van. What do you think about it? Well, I don't think I could do it. Because I require a steady internet connection to do my life. <laughs> um, I think it's, I mean, it, I guess it depends on what you're talking about. Are, is, are you like kind of talking about the, the hipster adoption of like what retired people have been doing for years in, in, in motorhomes? Um, what would you even do for income? Become a social media influencer. Um, so, I mean, it's it's intriguing. It would be f like fun to do, I suppose. Uh, I mean, <laughs> like I kind I I always like I suppose I I I always try to find the the tainted aspect of it is there's there's a lot of people living the van life just around here. Um, their vans don't move, but it's because they can't afford house life or apartment life. Um, so there's always like a bit of like, uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't, um, I guess I'm not like we we've had a few of them on Ranwin parked the either the schoolies um or you know somebody in an old uh, Toyota uh, dolphin or or whatever so I don't think I don't know I don't think I it would be interesting to do I do think I have some reservations you all know how I enjoy my comfort so it's kind of like, where am I going to take a shower if my 
you know, if you're talking about van life, like a converted van that has a bed in the back, there's no, it's not a, it's not a camper or a, a or even a, a schoolie or anything like that. Where am I going to poop? Where am I going to cook my food? You know, I like the idea for like the actual use of camping, like having like a, a, a truck or something for, for, for camping and like camping out of like the, the, the camper or the, 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 the back of the truck or whatever. But hey, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't know enough about it. I suppose. To like have a vast sweeping generalized opinions about quote unquote van life. I don't know. It almost seems like it would be better are more interesting, I suppose, to do that sort of thing, like, in a foreign country. So you know you always have a place to sleep, hopefully, at night, as opposed to having to, like, go from hotel to hotel or whatever. Or something like that. But we can't think about traveling anymore. That's never a thing. That was never a thing. What are you talking about? I don't remember. Get that pig! Murder it! Oh gosh, darn it. How did I know that was gonna happen? That that pig was dry! Van life versus converse life? Nike life. I mean, heck, there are people who are like, Oh, you can fit a twin air mattress in the back of a Subaru Crosstrek. Ah, okay, this is going to be the most annoying aspect of all. <laughs> is trying to build these these elevated hidey holes and place torches and things. <laughs> and... Awakeness. Need more pigs? Flash HC asked, with their donation, if you get to time, if you get got to try time travel to the past, what event would you choose to witness? Would it be a human event or a space-related event? I would love to see the the KPG impact and the fall of the non-avian dinosaurs. Well, <laughs> I think with that, you have to consider your own survival, right? Or are you traveling back in time in a climate-controlled safety bubble? Um. So, uh, yeah, it all. Yeah, I mean, seeing the impact, I suppose, would be interesting and getting the truth behind it, if I would travel to the past. See, I've never been much of like a history person. There's not much that interests me in the past. Um, 
either the the recent or the distant past. Um, how did they build the pyramids? Uh, you know, it's like, eh, I mean, I, I don't, I, it's not that I don't find it important, I just don't, it's not of interest to me. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go back to be able to see a space shuttle launch up close. Just, just a couple decades is all I need. Um... Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. The Apollo 11 launch? I suppose. I suppose. What event? Yeah, I... Hmm. Yeah, I really got nothing here. <laughs> like, um, first sapien to 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 harness fire. Say, so, yeah, I don't know. This is one of those hypotheticals that I'm terrible at, just because my brain doesn't connect those dots like that. The girlfriend is full of these hypotheticals. And I feel so bad when I'm like, I, I really don't have an answer. I truly do not. There is nothing that my brain could come up with that it would answer this in any regard. Watch some cave dudes making cave fire. Right, well, I don't know. Honestly, I find it pretty fascinating. The cave, the early cave paintings. Like, to kind of see what motivated that, how that happened. Those, you know, like, they, I don't know where they're, they're at. They're like in France or something like that. The, the cave that has like a bunch of handprints. Because they put like the ink in their mouth and then spit and then they got the outline of their handprint. That's kind of interesting to me. But it's almost interesting like now more so than I think it would be interesting then. It's just, then it's just people spitting on their hands. It, so it's interesting now because it's like ah dang that was a, that was a human's hands some whatever 60,000 years ago or whatever whenever it actually took place. Like, that would be something, I think, different. As, as an artist, <laughs> that, that was, is kind of commonly regarded as, like, the first evidence of pictorial art. And what that might have been like. So yeah, I hope that answered your question. I don't know if I need to see dinosaurs. I don't know if that's necessary. I can I can I can imagine. Although it'd be pretty interesting to find them all completely covered in feathers. Ooh. 
Um, man, I'm trying to think of something else off the wall or oddball. No, that's all I got, really. Um, <laughs> Happy Butter Cosmonaut, right before we started recording, got a got a donation in the bucket and asked, Do you remember if you survived your first night of Minecraft? I remember, yes, I did. I still have the world, World 5, if you've seen my Minecraft Beta 173 world save. Uh, lists. World 5 was my first Minecraft world. And I'm pretty sure the first thing I did is the first thing you shouldn't do, and that is to start exploring away from your spawn point. <laughs> um, I remember I found like a valley or something kind of like this, but had water going through it. I started off in a pretty islandy water-surrounded area. Um... And I was just like, I don't even know what I was looking for. I think I was I was just exploring, as as I do. Um, and it started getting dark out, so I, I I I'm pretty sure I just dug into the side of a hill, and and survived the night. There were no beds back then; you had to stay up overnight. I've I've taken you on a tour of World Five many times. Many, many times. There's even a video. I think it was like my thousand subscriber video is a tour of my first Minecraft world. Um, so I did survive, but it was very boring. <laughs> it was very boring. It was very X's adventures in Minecraft, his first night. Taking a peek out, waiting for it to be daytime. Uh, then I continued to explore and found a spot to build a castle. Um, Pretty rudimentary stone cube with windows. Uh, and then I died. <laughs> I walked out the door and got blasted by a creeper. And I was back at my spawn point. And no compasses. I didn't... I, I mean, I'm sure F3 was the thing, but I obviously wasn't paying attention to coordinates or anything like that. And I could not find that place for the longest time. Ended up making a house at my spawn point. And... And it wasn't till much later that I like stumbled upon it and I'm like, yes, I found it! It was like a, a long-lost monument. And then I, I worked hard to connect it with an underwater tunnel to my spawn point house. Um, what am I doing here? Making more boats! So yeah, I did. I did survive. Ah, Wolfie. Beep. A lot of people in the comments were very emphatic that I know something that this person doesn't know in telling me that wooden slabs and wooden stairs behave as if they're made out of cobblestone. So they are best to be broken with a pickaxe. I did not know this, obviously. But you are all very right. I'm very proud of you, son, for being right about that. And commenting about it on the internet. Uh, <laughs> indeed. 
The sun is setting here. See, that wasn't so bad. We could do this. We could do this until 8 million blocks, right? I, I personally don't think it's too bad. Because <laughs> I'm not necessarily watching, I suppose. I'm just kind of... You know, you're not really watching when you're going on a walk, are you? You're thinking about where you're walking and what I'm talking about. Honestly, I could do it. I could do this. There is still the podcast edition, though. There is still the podcast edition. Worry not. I think maybe the next episode, if I remember, I'll try to record that at 60 frames a second. Just to see if people's opinions are still the same about the 60 frames. I mean, all the streams, or most of the streams, at least the last stream, was in 60 frames a second. When we f discovered the, uh, the offset. Uh, Wolfie- Ah! Nope. <laughs> okay, that's fine, I guess. Let's get you out into open air, though. There we go. Indeed. Farlandserbus.com is where you can go to learn more about the series. I guess I'll have to update that for the first time in, like, a year. With what technically isn't an official F3 number, but at this point, I don't know how much it matters. Back there at... Four million, four million, I almost said a thousand, four million, one hundred ninety-four thousand, three hundred and four blocks from spawn. Added a few today. Thank you everybody for your donations. Every amount helps. The Progressive Animal Welfare Society, excuse me. Let me build some beds. And, uh, everybody, everybody stay cool. Or warm, if it's cool where you're at. Have a good weekend. Thank you so much for watching. My name is Kurt. I will see you next time. Where am I going to poop?